Welcome to the Combustion Chronicles podcast, where bold leaders combined with big ideas to create game-changing disruption. I'm Sean Nason, your host for navigating the upside-down world of disruption. We're excited to depart from our usual programming for a few weeks to present a special mini-series based on my new book, Kiss Your Dragons, Radical Relationships, Bold Heart Sets, and Changing the World. Throughout these mini-episodes, I'm joined by my co-authors, Robin Glasgow and Michael Harper. Together, we'll be digging into the heart sets and mindsets featured in the book and getting real about our personal journeys that led us to launch all of this into the world. Like it or not, you've got some dragons in your life that need kissing. So pucker up and let's have some explosive conversations. Today, we're going to wrap up the series on Kiss Your Dragons with the impact the book has had, and in particular, how we kind of closed the book out with on soaring. And the mantra for us personally and Mofi, the company, is to transform people's lives and right the whole world of wrongs. And I know I've had a lot of conversations around the book, and I know each of you have as well. And there's this overwhelming topic that keeps coming up around fear, that this book is making people address fears in their lives. And I would love, Michael, Robin, for you guys to share some of those stories and this passion we have around making this happen. So, Michael, I'll ask you. I think for me, looking at the book as a whole, it's amazing how often fear pops up. It could pop up in almost every chapter. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we actually put it in every chapter, but it could pop up in every chapter. You know, I think it's an important lens to look at all these heart sets and mindsets through. That if we're looking from abundance versus scarcity, well, scarcity is fear. Mm-hmm. Abundance is big opportunistic thinking, right? When we're talking about falling in love with the problem, so often we are so bound by being afraid to actually speak the real problem or be honest about the real problem or to take the time because that real problem might expose something that we don't want to deal with, either professionally or personally. And so I think it is important to address fear that we're never going to soar. We're never going to soar. We're never going to actually get out there. We're never going to be able to think big. We're never going to actually be the people that the world needs us to be mm-hmm. if we don't address the fear. Yeah, and it's amazing, to your point, how much fear comes up in every walk of life. And of those of you who may, who may be more of a dip your pinky toe in the water before you take a step or probably skew more towards the, you know, jump in head first and mid-flight, ask if there's water. There's always a place for you to start. And fear mm-hmm. comes up in so many different places. I, the one that I, I like to talk about and what you were reading is writing the world of wrongs. Wrongs are things so small as, if you ever tried to paint a room and the fear of spilling paint on the floor. And I met the guy that started Netflix and he talks about, he sees wrongs everywhere. But at the end of the day, it's just paint. If it falls on the floor, wipe it up. And his wrong was, you know, it's stupid that you have to wrench the thing around and you gotta pour it and it makes a mess. Why don't they just make it like a tide pour, that sort of thing. So, so it's small things like that. And, you know, when you are really trying to be disruptive in your world. And so whether you want to take it from the head or the tail, it really is, I'll say, still something that we make up in our mind of the worst case scenario. And it is often the rare occurrence when that comes true. Yeah, I know doing several guest appearances on podcasts and speaking about this, it's good to know (laughs) that this book is having an impact. 
right? And Michael, I remember you had a, a friend of yours from your college days that actually asked us to speak on this book in a chapel service <laughs> at a university. And I remember when you talked about it, I was like, huh? But I do remember that moment when we got through that and the impact it had on those students and even professors of how they could address fear. And I remember that, you know, we did it via Zoom and I remember being in the chat of, wow, this is allowing us to really look at this head on. Mm -hmm. That was a powerful moment for me out of all of the things that we have done when I thought we really made an impact yeah. on the world and on those that have read this book. And I think an add to that is just seeing the impact that the book has had and the, the themes of the book on the people that we work with. Yeah. We've had yeah. people from, just take it as a light metaphor for how to be a little bit happier and achieve more, to our research guru person that works with us that took it to a whole deeper level, mm -hmm. talking about shadow work and Batman and all those drivers in our, in our psyche that helps us understand who we are and how we can affect the world. That there's such a spectrum of this story, this tale of kissing dragons, yeah. that it is applicable to all kinds of situations on all kinds of scales in all types of different communities. And, and it's interesting because the thing I hear the most about with respect to the book is the benefit of the stories that we tell and the benefit of the conversations. Yeah. So it is not that we come with the exact recipe to follow. It's we have the battle scars and the, the stories to have lived through those and just happen to capture them in a place. And the other thing that I hear so often, going back to what I was saying earlier, is that there tends to be the fear of you have to go big or go home. Mm -hmm. yeah. And for those who aren't ready to do that, it's small things that you can do that really can make the biggest difference in a, a relationship, work or personal, in a project, work or personal, those small things rather than going for the gusto. You don't always have to do that. And it's just some people who might need to build up the rep to get used to it. Okay, you know, okay, okay, I can do this, I can do this. And I hear that more often because it's mostly, I can't do what you do. There's no way I would be able to do that. I'm not creative. <laughs> I'm, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that, that was one. And I think... You know, leaning even into that more is, I think what I have found in hearing from people, and, and you hit on it, Robin, is it, this book identifies to someone everywhere, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because your story's there, Michael's story's there, my story's there. That is what I hear the biggest impact is, you've helped me address my fear because I could recognize with Michael, mm -hmm. or I could recognize with Robin, mm -hmm. right? And those are the moments that I kind of smile and go, that's exactly why we wanted to build this book in a conversational manner, and that it wasn't just, again, another self-help book, right. right? Or another leadership right. book. So as we think about this, you guys, and we're bringing the series to a close, it's been awesome to discuss this with you, and I'm so glad we've done it. What is the one impact that each of you have had in your own life from this book and that you would wish that everyone else could have? For me, just getting the book out <laughs> was kissing a dragon. Yeah, yeah. And it's no secret that I was the one who did most of the editing work <laughs> with our publisher <laughs> mm -hmm. to make the book happen. Mm -hmm. it, all three of us couldn't be in the same manuscript all the time. 
that fell to me. I was glad to do. And that. you won't allow all of us I to be in the manuscript. Wait, let me let me quote let me quote Michael. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> of the three of us, you are best suited for that job. <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad to do it. And yet, it still hit me deeply in terms of being afraid to launch this out in the world. Mm. I was constantly worried about what people would say. Mm. I was worried about what it would look like. I was worried about the impact for it. And if that's not a metaphor for the whole book, I don't know what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. That this is blending my personal and professional life, which I've never done before. Mm -hmm. It's me publishing in a business world where I've never really played before. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much being afraid to have a voice because I got over that a few years ago. Really, it's more of having that seat at the table to not just have a little impact, but to have a big impact. Mm. and thinking big about that. And I'll tell you a quick story that we laughed about as we were doing this. We were editing this using software that we had never used before. And so I actually kissed a dragon and just putting kiss your dragons together. Because when we were doing one of the edits, we had to open up a platform that I didn't know what I was doing in and had to figure it out. And I remember sitting there, I put it off for a few days because I was terrified because <laughs> I knew as soon as they opened this up, I could ruin the whole book. Like I, I hit the wrong button and it would be gone. And after about three days, I had a little moment and I said, I've got to kiss this dragon. And I, mm. I sent it out to the people that I was working with that mm -hmm. said, you know, I'm kissing a dragon, here we go. And they knew the language, they knew how to rally. Yeah. And next thing you know, we're in this program publishing this book. What you just said in terms of, you, you're never done kissing your dragons. Never. You are never done. This is an ongoing journey. And once you've kissed one dragon and you're like, oh, hey, I like this. Another one is coming. <laughs> now, hopefully you can identify them more quickly oh, and 100%. you have some tools to do something with them. And that will build on to what I was going to say, which is we all mentor people. And I've often said, gosh, I wish I would have had this as I was starting out. Hmm. And because it isn't like every business book, and I've read a lot of them, <laughs> it is really useful conversations and tools that you can have in different scenarios from small to big and how we how we view things and how we might think about them, how we might approach them. And, and to me, it's, a, it's not a how-to, it is mentorship, that you're getting a three-headed <laughs> dragon mentorship that you're getting from our different experiences from the book. And then when we are out talking with people, you're, we're layering that on. Now, part of, and I say this as well, that I wish I would have had this, but I'm also thankful that I, you know, didn't kiss a few dragons and learn, you know, went to the school of hard knocks many times because now you have a story to tell. But I appreciate this notion of the book and I'm actually looking forward to part two <laughs> when the conversation continues. <laughs> Michael's not ready for that one yet, right? <laughs> Read the room, Robin. The room. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as I really do sit back and I've had some great conversations around it, this is, I don't want to say our, our new sermon, right? But the impact that we've been able to have 
for so many years of our lives spent in the church to now flip it into the marketplace mm -hmm. and to be able to bring that same and truly to me what the church should be, <laughs> right? Whatever church you believe in, you know, mm -hmm. that we have come together and made such an impact. And I'm really excited to see and hear more of these stories. I do believe that we have unlocked mm -hmm something powerful and going back to Hiccup and Toothless, you know, that when that happened and Hiccup changed society, I believe the power of our swarm mm -hmm. has the ability to impact the world and that's really exciting to me. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you guys again. Thank you for this amazing series and I'm really excited to see what's next for us. Thanks so much for listening to this special presentation of the Combustion Chronicles, featuring the lessons and stories behind our new book, Kiss Your Dragons, Radical Relationships, Bold Heart Sets, and Changing the World, which is available now at Amazon. If you'd like to bring Kiss Your Dragons into your life or workplace, head to seannason.com, where you can check out our resource kit for teams, a free book club discussion guide, and information about self-paced and in-person training. If you're ready to dive deeper with us, you can also learn more about our mastermind group and personal coaching. And don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Clubhouse so we can continue the conversation about radical relationships, challenging the status quo, and being the people the world needs us to be. Thanks for joining us. Now get out there and kiss some dragons. <laughs>